0: Con- there was a lot of controversy. There was a lot of sneaking around. There was murder. There was, you know, the, a lot of the Chinese that were here um, were not treated well and died horrible deaths. So a lot of the prostitutes and and it was all kind of confined to Main Street Lewiston. Um, you know, maybe that has something to do.
1: felt like you were among the otherworldly, heard a bump in the night, or just felt the weight of something or somebody there, understand that you're not alone. This week, we are joined by a pair of paranormal investigators, Becky Marks and Grace Altman of Surrounding Lewiston Area Spirit Hunters, or Slash... Hear about some local haunts and learn about how you can interact with the
2: other side.
3: And Grace. Um ha, it's thank you so much for coming in and talking with us. A couple of paranormal investigators. I know I, I messaged Drew and I said, Oh, the paranormal investigators are coming at 6:30. And I said, oh, I'm so happy I get to say those words. Oh, so nice. <laughs> thanks for coming in. And uh why don't I just have you introduce yourselves and uh and
0: maybe what you do or go for it. okay hey, um my name's Becky Marks. Um I'm a team member for Slash. Um, we were based here in Lewiston, but we do go around to other places where, where we can. Um, Grace and I have been doing this for a, <laughs> a really long time. Um, we were trying to figure out just how long on the way over here, but um, at least ten
2: years. Yeah, at we least. say
0: two thousand nine was when we really got yeah interest. Started buying gear and you know that sort of thing. Um, we started our page in two thousand and twelve. Uh, just because it was amazing how many people were interested. And when you think you're the only one, <laughs> and you're so not. And it's been great. We've met all kinds of really neat people and gone to some really interesting places. Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm Grace Altman, uh, also Paranormal Investigator with Slash. Uh, I think I got into it from long... I used to take pictures of like old buildings and stuff and one picture I took of my nephew in this old abandoned Oregon building. When I looked at the picture, it looked like there was somebody standing in the window looking at him. And ever since then, I just started taking pictures all over, it looking <laughs> for ghosts. And then uh, got to talking to Becky, and she kind of liked the same kind of stuff. So then we started, you know, scoping out places to go, and um, that's when we started getting serious thinking, wow, maybe if we had a recorder yeah. <laughs> and listened all night and you then know, maybe be better, if we had a video. Yeah. yeah. So it just grew and grew and then um, we just decided to get together with a couple other people that were interested in it also and
0: we just and we formed a little team. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's been it's been great. We one of the first people that we um, had in our group um, died unexpectedly. And so we tried to, for the next year or two, we dedicated every every ghost hunt to him. It was like, we're going to find something for you. We're going to get it this time.
3: And that was and, J.R., right? Yeah. And he was a gravedigger.
0: Yes. 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 He. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was awesome. He was just fascinating and so into the paranormal. And we learned a lot from him, too. He um, he got us into quite a few different places. Uh, He was just fantastic, and we miss him.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he was really great. Really nice to have a calm, collective person mm-hmm. and not I mean, I don't consider us chickens, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes when you go in a place that's scary, it's really nice to have a male there cuz I think some of the spirits uh respond to males better. Yeah. It, it, when you when you talk about saying quit bothering us that, that kind of thing, yeah. I think it's just nice to have a male there sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
1: Well, welcome to the show. We're super happy to have you on. Happy um, to be here. Could you talk about what 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 is slash? What does that stand for?
0: Is it an acronym or is it's, it's it? It's surrounding Lewiston area spirit hunters. Oh, okay. And it was just playing around with different names, and slash was kind of cool at the time, and it, and it just cool. made sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's we just picked a name, and um, Grace and I were talking about that too about. Why we decided to start a team or or have a, a name? It's uh, people take you more seriously to let you in to investigate somewhere if you are more organized. Sure. And it's like you know we're not just some random. Hey, your house looks haunted. I don't want to investigate it. It's <laughs> we have uh, some background and we have some videos to show you and we have references and um. So that's where that's where Slash started and we've just been going since then.
1: So, could you talk about your first experiences with paranormal activity? I know you mentioned that photograph of your nephew. Was that your first one, or did you have others before that that got you interested?
2: Mm, that uh, was probably my first one, at least, but just a picture. But I've had since then, before we started our group, I've had a couple experiences.
0: Yeah. Mm. I've been into it since I was a teenager. I'd, my grandfather died, and he was the first I feel like he's the first ghost that I talked to, but I asked him not to scare me because I knew that he was, I knew he was in the house. I mean, he was in there. We were packing up his things and I knew he was in there and I was excited to see him and I could smell the coffee. He always smelled like coffee and it was like, oh, I really want to turn around, but please don't scare me. After that, um, that was the first real um, gut feeling that there's more to explore, and I've, I've been in, interested in it my whole life. Read the Amityville Horror when I was a kid, thought that's what I want to be when I grow up, you know, I want to investigate that. It just kind of went from there. And then and Grace and I went to school together, graduated together, and didn't realize that either one were into it until we were <laughs> in our <Yep>. 30s, 40s. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's been, I, so I wish we would have started sooner, but it's, that's, that's where I got started was...
3: Yeah. yeah. And so did you have any others after your grandpa, maybe before before Slash was formed?
0: Yeah. Um, gosh. I've always had, um, I don't know what the word is, um, a feel for things. Um, not psychic, not any of that, but just a... And we, and I think the more we do it, the more we both have that feeling you pick up on energies. It's almost
1: like it, a sixth sense. It, like is. The movie. Yeah. it <laughs> is. It is. It right. really
0: is. It's, um, and I didn't understand. now that now as an adult and I look back on things I felt when I was a kid, it's like, well, now that makes sense. You know, I didn't know what that was, but going into a room and feeling sick or hurt, physically hurting or, um, feeling confused or mad. And then later on, you find, and we, we find that with other places we investigate now, it's like after we go in and do our investigation and then we talk to the homeowner or whatever, it's like, yeah, this person had a um, you know, serious mental disorder and he was angry all the time and he was always swearing at people. And it's like, I came out of there feeling like I want to kill somebody. <laughs> but it's, So that part of me makes more sense to me now.
3: So I pick up. Oh, on so it's almost like, like looking back on it, it. now that you know what you know, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's what so that I was. probably
0: could have had all kinds yeah. of evidence from way back, but I didn't know what it was. Right? If You yeah. honed your instincts. Yeah.
2: From way back when, you could probably be really sensitive now. Yeah. Most people, I think.
1: So there's yeah. sort of like an openness that allows you maybe to have these interactions that
0: others wouldn't have necessarily. I I believe yeah, and, but I, I think, think so. I think the openness is the key word there. If the people are more open to it and So
1: do you do you think that anybody can have an encounter? Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Because I don't believe in ghosts personally. Really? I don't. <laughs> um so I feel like maybe since I'm shut off to the idea of it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: would it be more difficult for me to see one? I think it would be more difficult for you to accept that you saw one.
0: Mm.
3: I think I would I would rationalize it somehow. Uh-huh. Yeah, this guy who's got a crazy experience with a Ouija board.
0: Never ever ever do, <laughs> don't do the Ouija
1: board. Don't
0: do the Ouija board. Don't Why do not? the Ouija board. Why <laughs> not? What happens? I just think that we don't understand what what all is out there, mm-hmm. and I think that there's just as much bad energy as there is good energy. And if it was me, if I was bad energy, I would be looking for somebody uh. experimenting. Okay. just to mess with them or to do harm. I just, I think it's a... We go into places where we have some kind of background, usually trying to figure out who we're talking to, but you still don't know exactly right. who it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I've always felt like the Ouija board is just... a. It's just like a, a no portal
2: no. for any, yeah. anything to come out of hmm. and you yeah. never so know.' That's, that's well
1: you heard it, you it OSP fans don't uh, don't fool with Ouija board. <laughs> well, That's
3: what my mom always told me so
1: <laughs> she was smart. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you the story later and it does have a connection that comes all the way back around that okay. I about people that I learned about afterwards but okay.
3: um, oh, so yeah. one thing I was kind of curious about is you mentioned earlier, you know, It's nice to have a name, because when you go to someone's house that you think might be haunted, it, you have that recognition and all that. How do you choose houses? Do people come to you? Do you know of places? Or, or can you drive by somewhere and get that gut feeling and say, oh, um, I want to talk to these people? No,
0: well, we haven't really so done that. Um, I don't know how receptive people would be to that. It's mostly <laughs> word of mouth. Well, when somebody finds out that you've done a couple of investigations, they're like, oh, you got to check out my sister's house, or my... Um we've had we've had people contact us. Um we've had a couple that were just uh I don't know how to put that nicely.
2: <laughs> well, one lady was a, a total when I say hoarder it's a very understatement. Yeah. When you walked in her house it was like you couldn't even see like above the cabinets cuz everything was piled up. It became and,
1: a danger probably to walk yeah. around. And her in
2: complaint there. was that she would put something down and she thought a ghost was Moving it somewhere because she couldn't find it.
0: Mm-hmm. So we spent hours with her because <clears throat> she was convinced that there was something paranormal, and in our opinion, there was nothing paranormal. But um, we'd been to other places where, um, well, one of the last private residents we went to, um, a husband and wife, and he wasn't, he didn't believe that there was anything there either and I think by the time we left he did and little things that we would pick up on and or we'd be drawn to it's like uh they they had a really cool um what do you call a tapestry oh yeah Uh, just a tapestry and I was like oh my god I'm so drawn to this thing I love it you know I put my I can touch it and put my hand on it it's like this just feels so positive this is a wonderful thing and it ended up being his brother who had passed away he got it from him. Mm -hmm. And then it, um, well, how did that work? There was, we kept hearing things under the stairs. They had an open stairway in the basement. Yeah. And our meters would go off a lot down there and, and nowhere else. It's like, well, it's not wiring. It's not, and it just had a weird feeling to it. And sometimes it takes somebody else to say it to you for it to click that we're like, well, what, what's stored down here? And he's like, oh, it's my, it's my brother's stuff. So it was it was interesting. So at the time you know it's just little things that you don't really think about until somebody else points it out.
1: So did those other belongings give you that same kind of positive charge that the tapestry did? I didn't really get any feeling off of the things, but our meters did. Our meters mm. would light up just And you've mentioned equipment a couple times. Could you talk about some of the pieces of equipment that you use? Mm-hmm.
2: We usually have um, about three stationary cameras, um, and then we both carry a body cam and three or four voice recorders. Um, Also have a couple game cams uh, set in different places. And so really, even if the investigation is as short as three hours— that means we have five video cameras with three hours on them, so 15 <laughs> hours of video to go over Yeah, audio, which like, you have to sit
3: there and look through and listen to. Yeah. I mean, one we'll yes. the podcasts, you know, we'll do this, and then I'll listen through. I won't listen through the whole thing, but, like, it's time-consuming. It is time-consuming,
0: yeah. really and we'll try to— We also have the EMF meters that measure electromagnetic field. Mm-hmm. Um, we use—what uh, are, are those—the temperature— um, infrared, infrared thermometer yeah oh, For, okay. but that's been yeah. kind of fun too we've had when we were having active sessions we'd um had whoever was there was able to raise and lower the temperature when we asked oh so, wow and it was it was pretty cool yes. it was <laughs> very interesting um what else did we use uh, frank's box, box. Yeah. voice box yeah.
2: yeah voice box which scans uh radio stations like 500 a second or something. Mm-hmm. Very, very fast radio stations. Oh, and okay. It's like those white noise.
0: Yes, yeah. Okay. exactly. Yeah. 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 They make you a little crazy after a while listening to. So we usually run them for about 10 minutes at a time. Um, but those are, those are interesting and we don't, we don't always put stock in what we hear on that unless it matches up to other things that have happened and then it's like maybe that was. You know. So what types of things do you hear from it? Um, names. We've had hellos. Yeah.
3: Had it's a nice night for a
2: bicycle. Did you see that? <laughs> yes, yes. That was weird. That one gave me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Check out the. Uh, so I noticed, uh, real quick, if, if anybody wants to find your Facebook page, I found it easiest to find if I actually typed in surrounding Lewiston area mm-hmm. spirit hunters or the actual. Um, Slash with the dots between all the letters. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So so right. yeah. If anybody wants to go search it out, that's how you find it. Yeah. 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 Yes, I listened to that one. I'm so glad. Yeah, I got goosebumps. And,
2: and sometimes we'll ask uh, to say our names, and we've had it say our names. Yeah. On
0: the or ask how many <laughs> of us are in the room, and it'll, you'll get five. Five. And we're like, two oh, five, <laughs> you know, or four including, five including you, or, you know, what did, is there oh, four of yeah, us? Right. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Um, but really,
2: my favorite piece of equipment is just a regular mini mag light. I mean, those are the most. Uh, the first time we got one to go off was, like, totally amazing. (laughs) Oh, it goes on and off? You'll set down? Yes. I saw it on Ghost Hunters, and we were thinking, well, let's just try try it. And we tried it for probably months, nothing. And then one night, we were, I think it was at Neva's, Mm -hmm. um, and Becky said, could you turn the light on? And I believe this is the first time she said, "How about on the count of three?
0: One, yeah. two, three, That's and what, it went on." We're like, <laughs> Whoa. everybody is like gasping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know we thought, okay, okay, fine, you know, it could have been a fluke. Can you turn it off? You know, and then it goes. On. We have a lot of videos of the flashlight play yes. on there, different yeah. places. Yes. Yeah, hmm. it's um, uh, where did who did we have? Uh, oh, Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was
2: a, a he skeptic. Was a like he's. He said, I'm going to go with you, but he, he, Nate Kuster was on KLEW. Oh, yeah. I don't remember him a while I, back. Anyway, he was
0: total skeptic. Yeah.
2: And he went, I can't remember what investigation it was. I think it was Nevis. It was Nevis. Yeah, it was Nevis. Because Nevis.
0: The, he, he wanted to do something for, the. it was like a Halloween thing. He wanted to do yeah. something for the news. And um, we've spent almost two hours in this building that had been totally active for us. Almost every time, <laughs> time we were there, we were just, it was nothing. just dead quiet. <laughs> um we got right to the end of the investigation, and you could tell he was getting frustrated. He's like, "I've got nothing to put on my show," <clears throat> and uh, we were down in the basement. Yep. And we had a flashlight set up, and he had the camera on it. And he said, "Well, I guess if you don't want us to be here, why don't you turn that light on?" And it came on, and he was he was hooked. He was like, <laughs> "We're like, yes, thank you."
2: <laughs> so, so then he came with us <clears throat> to the Nesper's Hotel investigation, and yep. he he said, "I'm not." Not that I'm knocking you or anything, but I'm bringing my own flashlights. Yeah, <laughs> and he did. And at the Nesburs Hotel, we got like three or four flashlights to come on mm-hmm. at once, hmm. coaxing him. It's just, yeah. So, do you
3: guys look into any of the history of the locations before you go, or is that something you generally do after? Or
0: we try to get some. We try to get some before we go. Um, I personally like it to get it after because then we're not. Um, looking for something specific and it's cool to you know do your investigation and say what you felt or what you heard or what you you know saw and then go through the history and it's like well that makes sense okay and those ones are ones that we try to go back to it's really hard to get evidence the first time you go somewhere sometimes it takes three and four and six times and so places that we feel are um active and if if the homeowners or business owners or whoever are willing to let us come back in, we try to keep going back and <clears throat> we've been pretty lucky so what are
3: some of your favorite locations that you've been to or or experiences that you've had?
2: well neva's is is the top, I think mostly because we had tons of access to it. Mm-hmm. we've probably been in there fifty times <laughs> I'm guessing before they sold and uh, i it felt like the whatever was there the spirits or whatever were almost making friends so every time we came there they, they were just like
0: more activity each yeah, time joke around it's like we're back and you know want to say hi turn that flashlight on turn it turn on it's like all right cool here we go and it was that place had a, a, so many different mixed energies um there were some that were really really heavy and uh, grace and i well, like she was saying earlier, we don't feel like we're chickens, but we're also not stupid. <laughs> we get back to <clears throat> into a hallway, and it just gives that overwhelming feeling of you really are not welcome here. Okay, you're the boss. We're gonna go. But there were other other areas that felt happy. Um, a lot of confusion up there. Like a lot of um, which made sense with the history of the place. It was so many different things. the Hospital. And where and, is that? Um, Up on Grell. They did the Nightmare on Grell. The the big... Somebody's making it into a home now. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Could you talk
1: about the history of that building? Because, uh, you know, it was always like sort of local lore for me growing up, and we went in there and snuck around in there when we were kids a few times. We weren't supposed to, but... Um, It was fun, but... uh, what is it? I mean, everybody says it's this, it's that. What what was that building?
0: Well, as far as I know, it was several things. It was originally was it originally the poor farm? The poor farm, I believe, um, where people who uh, you would live there, but you had to work the land to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, <clears throat> it was the last thing that it was was a uh, residential home for severely mentally disabled. People. Okay. Um. Before that, I believe it was a hos. Was it a hospital or? A, it was I was
2: think some, more like a nursing home type of facility, I mean, but. Home hospice
1: type um, of situation
2: or something. Something like that. I don't remember for, for sure. My, mm-hmm. Some kind of medical. Facility. Yeah.
0: I we've tried to get pictures of it. I, I heard that way way back in the day it was had a beautiful rose garden and nobody seems to have. Pictures of it, but it was one of our favorites. And we did have, we were um, friends with the owner, and so she, anytime you guys want, go on in. So we spent hours and hours and hours yes. in that place, and it was, it was never, never disappointing. We had one time that we had a group of us, I think there was six of us, and we went, and you had to lock up everything when you were done, and Grace and I, everybody else left, and Grace and I got in the car, and it's like, we're missing a recorder. <laughs> So um, we had to go back in by ourselves, and that was that was one of the scarier times. Because we, we had to, it was back in that stupid hallway that I told you we would get back. It was only the one part of the building that felt angry, and that's where the recorder was. And so we had to. It was just I straight ahead, just march in there, grab that recorder, <laughs> and get out. And yeah, you know, Neva's was definitely one of the best ones. The um, Kettenba downtown. Are you guys familiar with that one? No. The, yeah, I've seen a video of of someone going in
3: there and and doing a paranormal investigation, and that's that's how I'm familiar with huh. it. That, so what was the Kitten ball?
0: <laughs> It was a, um, <laughs> a, brothel. a, oh, a brothel. Yeah, yeah. A nice word for it. It was a oh, brothel. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a brothel. Um, there was a a young gal that was murdered there, and um, and those are. Uh, I believe they're facts. They're from the ghost tours history, um, but that that place is. Uh, we were lucky enough to get in with um, Gary Bush, who does the ghost tours, has invited us down a couple times to. We'll bring our evidence that we have on um, the computer and bring it down, and we talk to his group of what we found in this building, and we get there before he does. We get the key, go up, and get set up before he brings his group in, and the last time we <laughs> the last time <laughs> we were there. Yeah. We thought we heard somebody walking in the back of the building. Seriously thought somebody was in, a a person was like somebody came in off the street and the door wasn't locked or something. So we're in the front of the building and we said, okay, is there anybody back there? It was boom, boom, two huge bangs. We both just froze. It was like, oh my God. Okay. (laughs) And finally, you know, and then we could hear Gary downstairs about, was it 10 minutes later? We stood stood there waiting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, nobody, there was nobody in the building, but it was loud. And that place has been pretty interesting too. It's and it's fun yeah. to watch other people when he brings his tours in people that have never been in the building before. Um, we just tell them make the loop, and then tell me if you feel anything. And they almost almost everybody says the same thing about I hate that back room. I feel like like somebody's watching me. Like I shouldn't be there. and I'm like, yep, that's what we feel too. So it's mm. it's fun. It's that's a really interesting place too. And the Sealy Theater
2: in Pomeroy, is yeah, probably my my top favorite one, just because it's it seemed like everything is so animated and happy in there. Just mm-hmm. like one time I was walking up towards the stage and I tripped, and everybody's K two meters were just going off like crazy, like they were laughing at me, <laughs> which which was fine with me. It was just just things like that, and yeah. we had some pretty good videos of a light coming up over the balcony. It looked like. A head was popping up over the balcony. Um, yeah. That lots of was flashlight really play. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, St. Ignatius in Colfax.
1: Yeah, and we hope to talk about that in a later episode. Oh. Um, what, what did you find there? Because it's it's relatively famous now. I think, wasn't it featured on an episode of Ghost Hunters?
0: Yeah, but we got in there first. We <laughs> were there ahead of us. <laughs> That's cool. I was so excited to watch them do their thing because the, the elevator, um, I would the there was an, there's a set of elevator doors there that um, I followed with my camera. This like gray misty looking thing. It was like oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy, and went to the elevator and then just disappeared. And I thought okay that's cool. So I'm, and then every time we'd go past those doors, it was always kind of like you know a creepy feeling. And when was it Ghost? I
2: ghost think hunters? Ghost
0: Adventures. I thought Nick Groff. I mean,
1: I'm not sure which one he Is was he with Is he the guy that that's, that's really forceful with the ghosts? No.
0: You're thinking of... Uh, it's on travel. That's the guy that I'm yeah.
2: thinking
0: of. Um, they were there, too. Um, Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. No, it's not him. Uh, but one of the other guys, the... I'm not sure. It was Nick Croft, yeah, though. Remember. I'm pretty sure he and... Yeah. It was him and another gal... That came to investigate it, and one of the things that he said he was drawn to, and it just thrilled me, was like this elevator. And I'm like, yes, the elevator, yes, or something <laughs> with the elevator. And uh, we had, um, we went there on a day tour, and I think there was five or six of us, and Josh was with us. And did you go on that one where the bed springs <laughs> slammed no. on the? Ah, uh, yeah, that, that we have a video of that one too. Um, I didn't realize my camera was still on, so oh, the, yes. the filming is horrible. Yes. I'm walking up the stairs, my camera just uh, going, and Josh is behind me. And they all the, all the beds that are left in there are just the metal bed springs. They're just sitting there, and there's some propped up against the walls and stuff. And we headed up the stairs, and you could hear them. It sounds like they fall over, but when we went back and looked, nothing had moved. But it's it scared us so bad. Josh comes up the stairs behind me, and and then I'm like, wait a minute, we got this is what we want. We got to go back and look at it. But you're going with me. And, um, Lots, I mean, really just a, that place, I think, had more of a creepy vibe than a happy vibe to me. I agree. Um, But it sure felt like there was an awful lot going on in there. Yeah, it didn't (laughs) seem like we got a lot for videos or audio,
2: Mm -mm. but just the feel of it. Just more of a feeling. Mm. And that's, a lot of times, we'll go someplace where it's purportedly very haunted People talk about it all the time, and we go there and get nothing, Yep. you know, for hours and hours. It doesn't mean that there's nothing there. It's just... It means they don't want to talk to us yet. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> right.
3: So what do you guys think causes someone to become a ghost, or, or do you think everything you see is necessarily ghost activity or what are some other forms of paranormal activity and I'll stop asking questions so you can answer the ones I've already laid out
2: well I think a lot of them are just residual energy and those are the ones that uh, that you just hear repeatedly repeatedly all the time like at 3 o'clock in the morning people hear this every single night or something I think that's just residual kind of like an imprint on history or something I don't know and um, my personal belief is Spirits are probably in transition. They're not sure where they're gonna go, and they're kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard. It would be hard to explain. And that doesn't mean I'm right. It just, it's just one <laughs> of my theories. And that time is really irrelevant in that other realm. So who knows if they've been there for years or five minutes of their time? yeah
0: Well, I wonder about that too. If they, um, when people talk about the being on a loop, um, or that would be the residual energy. Mm -hmm. They see the same thing each time. Um, other times when we see something or hear something, um, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I don't necessarily think that it's a ghost coming back to haunt. I think that maybe we're seeing a different plane, if that makes sense, or they're on a different plane. They're, um, how can I explain that right? I don't know how to explain that right. I feel like I don't know that every ghost that we encounter is somebody who's stuck. I think yeah. I think we've had investigations where we have communicated with an intelligent spirit who maybe has crossed back over. So I'm, I'm I kind of like that idea that you're able to come back as, and check things out and see what's going on. Um I think some of the ones the evidence that we've gotten has been from somebody who maybe doesn't realize that they're dead yet. Like Grace said in transition and those ones are kind of sad, but we also have tried to make part of our deal with, um, investigating is we, we never provoke, we never insult and we offer, tell us how we can help you. You know, it's, you know, if you, and a lot of times we've had, you know, like with the flashlight, if you're happy, are you happy to be here? And it turns on for yes. And it's like, cool
2: because if you were you know you'd want to go someplace that you liked you would think so maybe they just like to hang around there because that's a place they've always loved
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and i think not everything is a ghost i think energy has a lot to do with it um we're still we're still learning every time we go we learn something new um and things that we thought we knew we were wrong on, and <laughs> things we were right on. We were right on, and um, it's just it's a learning experience every time we go. And
2: yeah, and a lot of times, like like at Neva's, we named some of the spirits because it seemed like we were talking to the same person all the time. But you really never know. Um, it could be they could be just playing with us. You know, it could be a little five year old girl pretending like she's this big. You know, yeah. you just don't know. You, it, all it is is theory. you just the only thing that you can do is find as many coincidences uh, if you could say that as possible um, going the same way and you can make a make kind of a hypothesis. Sure. <laughs> uh, we think this is a little girl.
1: So why <laughs> because... do you think um, spirits can take on different forms and why why do they communicate in different ways? I've always been really interested in that because. You know, like in TVs and movies and stuff, ghosts are pretty capable of a lot. Mm-hmm. Like they can go through a wall. They can turn on a light. They can um, kind of come and go as they please. Why is it that they can't just sort of communicate like we're communicating now? And why why do you think it is that some of them show up as like an orb or a full figure? Um, I've always been really interested in that, like how they're how they appear to
0: us. Well, one thing I'll touch on the walking through walls thing um, mm-hmm. somebody else that we investigated with explained it that um, may, maybe back in their time that wall wasn't there it was a hallway or you're mm-hmm. seeing them in and maybe it's a residual you're seeing them and that's they've said that about a lot of people see apparitions that are only half of an apparition because it's that that part wasn't there before it, it, you know, little things like that um, orbs I think we're learning how to tell the difference in orbs from I think I think orbs are energy they're trying to manifest or show themselves and I don't I don't think that when you're a ghost or a spirit you would necessarily still have your your same um vessel mm-hmm. but maybe you can manifest it to show somebody who that you want they want you to see it's like oh that's my dad or my grandpa or um, the downside of that is, like Grace said, you never know who you're talking to, and I think they can—the stronger spirits, the with the bad intentions, can um, do that just to mess with you, just to. And we try to avoid those. <laughs> but, and I honestly think they can
2: use any kind of means they want to communicate with you, you know, a lot of people bash the little phone apps people have and, um, you know, and maybe, you know, they're cheap, they're not sophisticated, but really somebody just in their house can say, my cabinet's open and closed or things like that. So I think they can manipulate anything they want to. Um, So it just, everything you have to take with a grain of salt because.
3: And do you think going back to your idea of like different planes do you think some of that is our limitations as far as what we can perceive? Yep. and <laughs> where yes. they're at and you know we see an orb but if we could you know see more or whatever we would we would see more or you know I what think that's a good
0: way to put it it's our yeah. our perception of it. Um, and that's why that. you get
3: things with with the IR and the temperature stuff and and um, things like that mm-hmm. where it's there, but you just couldn't see it with your eyes.
2: So it could be also adding on to that last concept that, like, a lot of the orbs maybe are dust or or whatever they are. But if the spirit is manipulating them into, a, into something, you might see something in the orbs. That one picture I took of that miner down in the basement, um, I just thought it was a... Big glob of orbs. I just yeah. totally bypassed it, and I posted it on Facebook. And one of my Facebook friends says, "Do you see what I see?" It's like, no, it's just a bunch of orbs. And then I looked, yeah. and it's like crystal clear. Yeah, and if and the room was there.
0: that was down below Crimson Rain, back in the there's the, the underground um, Lewiston. It's blocked off to you. Only go so far, and then it's all bricked off. But um, it was super dusty in there, so it was really hard to get a clear picture of anything. And so we skipped through a lot of those pictures. It's like, it's just all dirt. And But when somebody circled it, it was like, holy cow, you can see that <laughs> little helmet, and it looks like he's sitting on a chair. Kind, of, It's like, what? Um, so and it's good. That's another reason we like to post this stuff without saying... Uh, we like to post something to say, what do you think? Not say, this is what it is. Because a lot of people we'll see something we didn't see um, or they'll tell us exactly why it's not anything. And it's like, no, that's reasonable. Okay. So, but it's, it's really, it's, it's fun. It's interesting. I'm compelled to do it the rest of my life. (laughs) Uh, And same thing with audio. A lot of times I think I
2: hear something crystal clear and we'll post it and somebody will have something totally (laughs) different like what and then you listen again it's like oh i guess i could see how you could hear that yeah (laughs) Mm. so do you have
1: sort of i know you mentioned a couple of these area places but you've got like a whole list of others do you have like maybe like a top five of areas that are really sort of haunted i suppose or have a lot of energy
3: hey do you want to know how you can get the old spiral podcast uninterrupted Check out our new Patreon account. From now on, you can get the same show you know and love without being interrupted by commercials. We would really appreciate the support, and if you would, head to patreon.com slash oldspiralpodcast. Now back to the show.
0: I think my favorite was the Montana State Penitentiary. And where's that at? Uh, Deer Lodge. Yeah. Yeah, is it the old penitentiary? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It, yeah, that's. Um, I'm positive that somebody pulled my hair. We were walking on the third third tier, and walked past something and it kind of tugged in it. So I was swatting at it, and it was, <laughs> there was huh. nothing there. That uh, that that place was really really active, very cool. You you could hear. I mean, you could hear all kinds of things. You could hear people walking and and stomping around and doors closing, and it was just crazy. So is yeah, it often but,
1: that you have physical interaction with the spirit like that?
2: Yes. I, yeah, yeah, I'm taking no. my head no. Oh, like, oh yes. with touching. Yeah. No, not really with touching, but um, but had, it's not uncommon. It's not uncommon. What about I,
1: feeling? Like, have you ever walked into a room and like you hear that classic trope of, I walked
2: into this room and it was ice cold. Mm-hmm. That yeah. happens. Yes, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I think the top five for me would be uh, the Sealy Theater, Neva's, Nesper's Perce Hotel, and uh, Montana State Prison, probably.
0: Yeah, I'd have to go with you on that one. St. Ignatius was pretty cool.
2: Yeah,
1: just, Is the Nez Perce Hotel in the town Nez Perce? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's
0: just a, and you wouldn't even think it was a hotel when you pull up, and we went looking for it. That's kind of a funny story, too. Before we started our group, um, my husband and I had our anniversary, and I said, I want to go to a haunted hotel. So we looked at what's local in Idaho, and the Nespers Hotel is the only one that popped up, and he didn't want to go. And Have you ever been to Nespers? Uh, yeah, I have. There's been really a nothing times. there. Yeah. And so we went up for the weekend, and we we're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we laid down to take a nap during the day. It was like, Nothing to do. And I was mad because you could hear this little kid running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like on the hallway above us, making me crazy. It's like, what are they doing? You know what? This is so annoying. And so we finally got up, couldn't sleep, and went outside, and we were on the top floor. There was no hallway above us and i went down to the gal at the desk and i said do you ever have anybody talk about she's like the little boy that runs around up there and i'm like oh my god you know i was looking for a ghost and all i did was get mad that this kid is keeping me up and but so we went back as a group years later and got to investigate that place and it's yeah it's pretty interesting you can lock with it nate locked his door when he went to bed And one of the rumors was at that hotel that um, the a female would come and open the door, especially on men's rooms, come in and unlock, open the door, and leave it open. And we got up the next day to go down and have breakfast, and Nate's door was open about half a foot. And I thought, oh, he's already up. So I looked, and he was zonked out on his bed. It was like, huh. And so he got up, and I can't remember if he said, "Did you guys open my door, or who opened my door?" And we hadn't. So that went along with what other people had had happen to them.
3: And hmm. Any? Uh, did you hear the piano playing when it, no one was playing it?
0: At the know. at the Sealy Theater, we oh, did. Oh, the Sealy. Oh, did yeah. You? Yes. yeah, we have. I think we have a video of that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody just hitting a key. Just. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm wow. pretty sure we have that on there. I'm looking at <laughs> a
3: story online from the Nez Perce, and it says, uh, "You know, my sister and I saw a room with children playing in it." Hmm. Um, blinds went up and down real fast.
1: So, what do you think it is that makes? A place or a building or anything haunted, um, do you think that there are like spirits around all the time, but certain places have more more inclination to have ghosts?
2: I, I personally think that places that have more like energy, like theaters, you have all kinds of energy, you know, sad, mm-hmm. happy,
0: ecstatic, you know, scared. So I think theaters are notorious for. Haunting. And I think anything that was traumatic, that was, like, extremely traumatic, that energy um, is stronger and might keep them there or that energy there. Um, um, I, I personally think places that are haunted or that s- seem more haunted are ones that have more intense energy from something that happened there or that was someone's favorite place or that's where um, they want to be. Um.
3: So, speaking of places that have had tragic events and theaters, did you ever get a chance to do the Liberty Theater, or the um, Civic? Civic Theater?
1: No. no. That's where I had my experience with the Ouija board.
0: Really? Oh, my
1: goodness. So,
0: can tell. Tell.
1: <laughs> should I tell
0: it now? No, you should, should we tell. save it for another episode? I can tell you off the air. Okay. okay we're going to save it. Okay. You save it for another one. We tried for years to get in there. Um, we finally had permission Um, Josh had somebody who was in charge there said that, yes, you can, you can come in. And that was when they called the FBI back to do some more investigating. And they said, nobody can come in. And we're like, no, Um, I did have a chance to go in there one time. Um, My daughter was in a a play at school and the costume department said that we could rent a costume from them for her, her um, presentation. And so I went there and there was only one other person there and I Said, do you mind if I look around? And they're like, no, go ahead. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, cool. And I got about halfway up the stairs, the red stair, and turned around, and came right back down. It was like, nope, I am not going up there. Yeah, it was yeah. just a, it was, you know, just that heavy, yeah. heavy, hot feeling of you should not be up here. And I was by myself, and I thought, well, yeah, I really want to look, but not that bad. So, <laughs> I had my shot, and I sure. missed
1: it. But well, the reason why I was asking about places because. Sometimes it doesn't always seem to make sense to me. like you hear about like brand new houses, brand new buildings being mm-hmm. haunted every once in a while. But one that's local that Brian brought to my attention was the zip trip on Snake River Ave. Apparently, it has a lot of spiritual really? energy, apparently. Yeah, that's what I've heard.: huh. I've never heard that. And you wouldn't think, you know, I mean, it's a relatively new building. Like usually, in my mind, I associate hauntedness with old. And like you said, lots of lots of trauma or
0: death. Yeah. Um, but Well, the ground is old. Yeah, you know, I suppose that's something true. That, something that happened there or near there, or
2: mm-hmm.
0: might be drawn to somebody who is there. Uh, yeah. Maybe somebody played with a Ouija board.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you guys mentioned heavy heavy feelings sometimes, like in the uh, civic. And at the Neva. Are you guys cautious about, or curious, or hesitant to maybe take anything with you from your hauntings? We yes, are. Definitely.
0: We are very diligent about doing a clearing, if um, we call it a clearing, or a cleansing, personal, and whoever's with us, a um, little prayer little, very stern, no one is willing, you know, no one can attach to us. You can, you can, you don't have to stay here, but you can't come with us. Um, yeah, we're pretty but, diligent about yeah. that, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Uh, we weren't in the beginning and um, we had, well, in fact, the night that we got that picture of the, what we think was the minor, um, I got all excited because, you know, things were happening and, and uh, I, I, stupidly said, you know, if you need more energy to help, you know, you can use some of my energy. And I swear to God, I had like a flu for the next three days. I was exhausted and but didn't think much of it at the time. And then the more research we do and trying to learn on, you know, what else should you do? And it's like, you should always protect yourself. I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> um, could have been completely not related. But in my head, it was like you need to really we need to focus on not taking anything home with us. Um because again, I think there are some not so nice spirits out there that would probably like to hitch a ride and and if I was well, I would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, but yeah, we are that that's a big concern. Um and like we said, we you don't really ever know who you're talking to. And right. it's it's interesting and it's um exciting and but it's also not worth it's not worth the risk sometimes to just be um, you can't be lazy about doing your cleaning. You you got to do it. You can't take them home with you.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, one uh, private residence we went to, a uh, lady was concerned because her nine-year-old son was scared to walk the hallway and scared to be sleep in his bedroom at night. He had the whole time and then he just wouldn't do it anymore. He came and slept with his mom and Nine years old is a little too old to be doing that. So she she wanted us to come investigate, and they left for the weekend. It was Easter weekend or something. Uh, Friday night, Becky and I and my daughter went there. Um, we opened the door. As soon, soon as we walked in, we felt a little bit yeah. funny, but then we started walking down. We were going to start in the basement. Mm-hmm. started walking down the basement about the fourth step, all of us, Got all sick. three of us, sick, physically sick. Yeah. Um, We had to go outside, and that was—was JR still—because didn't we call him to see if he could— We We didn't want to go back in, so we called J.R.C., asked if he could come with us the next night. I
0: think that was the worst one we've ever encountered as far as—I mean, that's something that can make you, all of us, at the same time, feel physically—it's like, oh, my God, my stomach, my head, uh, my—uh, it's—you know, it's just that— it was an immediate, we have got to get out of this building. There's, We're not prepared for this. We're not ready for this. And so we got out and stood in the yard thinking, now what do we do? You
2: yeah, know, first we thought, well, we'll just wait, cool off a little bit, try it again. But none no. of us wanted to go back in there, no. Mm.
0: And was
3: that in the valley somewhere? What yeah, area in Clarkston, Clarkston? Clarkston? Clarkston Heights. <laughs> Next door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that explains <Yeah>. it. <laughs> but no, yeah, Clarkston Heights. Uh,
1: well, I think that's a good segue because that's what I wanted to ask about is how, how do you get involved with private residences? Like do people just seek you out and say, hey— I think my house
0: is haunted. Can you most of the time? Yeah. 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 That's how it happens. Um, And yeah, they'll contact us, or they'll know somebody who, you know, you need to go. My, you should talk to my sister. Her house is is haunted. Um. uh, I don't think we've ever gone and knocked on anybody's. We've gone to businesses before and asked, you know, could we investigate? Um, But I don't think we've ever gone to somebody's private place just by driving by and seeing it and thinking, oh, I want to go in there. I mean, there's places I want to go in, but I would never go and knock on their door because you'd probably look like a crazy person. <laughs> and so we usually wait for people to contact us. But so what's the goal there just to confirm, hey,
1: yeah, there is a ghost here. Have you ever helped maybe move some ghosts along or anything
0: like that? Well, in the like house in Clarkston, we... Yeah, to, I like to think that we have helped. Um, a lot of it is I want to confirm that you know, our, our feelings are right. And, um, because it's just, it's so exciting and exhilarating and, uh, and fascinating that, you know, that this um, a lot of people have different beliefs of what happens after you die. And I don't think that because you're a ghost doesn't mean that you didn't move on. I I like to think that it means you can come back if you want to. And the ones that can't move on, those are the ones that we would like to help. That's why we ask, you know, what can we do? You know, you, and the the stereotypical questions, you know, do they have unfinished business or so? how can we help? You know, do you have a message for somebody? You know, do you need to say I'm sorry to someone? I'll pass it along. And um, mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time talking to air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And but then, it's really nice to get at least something
2: concrete yeah. to show them, listen, this is what we heard. I don't know what it means, but this is
0: what we heard or this yeah. happened in this room. And, and people that have asked us to come to their homes and we in- investigate it. Um, and then to go, Grace always makes them a disc of whatever we found in the video, and the, and then she'll type up a, like a summary. A summary. Yeah. Um, it's fun to have them come back even a few days later and say, "Oh my God, now that makes sense. It didn't make sense when you said it." But you know, we'd say, "Do you know anybody that's? You got an Emily, or we we heard the name Emily on the recorder, and like, nope, nope, don't know anybody named Emily." And um, you know, three or four days later, it's like, oh, my God, my, my husband's aunt that died three years ago. It's Emily. And it's like, okay, well, you know, that, that part makes sense then. So those parts are fun.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, if you're a person with a haunted house and they contact you or someone else and, and you come in and say, oh, yeah, it's haunted. This is what we found. It's, so then what do they do? You know?
2: They do, I mean, a lot of times, well, we like to know if they want it to stay there or not. Um, and if they, most of them are okay with it. They're fine. I want it to stay here. I just don't want it to scare me. Yeah, you know it's fine. And so we just leave it. Give them the evidence. Um, if they want it out, there are other people we can call. You know, pastors or mm-hmm. um, healers, things like that. But um, you with, well, like the one with the little boy in Clarkston, I think. Um, we took care of the problem. You
0: took care of the problem.
2: <laughs> so the next night we went, we got tons of activity and tons of activity in his room.
0: Only in his room and, yeah.
2: and the hallway. And the basement. Oh, God. Yeah, remember, remember the, the light went on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 It was pretty active. But it, we asked specifically, we had K2 meters and asked specifically, do you know that you're scaring the boy's name? Uh, I'll just say his name was Peter. It wasn't. Well, did you know you were scaring Peter? And the K2 pegged all the way up. And so yeah, like it's like it intentional. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so Grace, who Grace is the calm one, and I'm the overactive, yucky yeah, kind of one, but Grace, who always stays so level headed, was got on her mom voice. <laughs> and in no uncertain terms, told him that you cannot stay here and torment this child or this family, and you need to leave right now unless you're going to agree to this, this, and this. And that kind of did it yeah they they came
2: back from the weekend easter weekend i think it was and um she didn't tell her son that we had come there but her son didn't have any problems after that
3: never underestimate Mm. the power of the mom voice
0: exactly (laughs) exactly i was really impressed (laughs) don't mess with the kids
3: so do you have any places
1: locally that you haven't investigated, but you'd like to? The Civic. Well, the Civic, yeah. <laughs> other,
0: other than the Civic? Is that, is that kind of the white whale, or are there other, other ones out there that I you want to... I think wanna... the Civic would be really interesting. The um, We've got to go into the basement of the Liberty Theater on a, just a short tour. We weren't able to investigate it. I would like to do that again. Um, yeah. Just about anything, downtown Lewiston. It's so active. There's so much history. and. Yeah, uh, we'd, I'd like to go to, like... The building that Bojacks is in, and
2: actually, because we've been in there lots of times with tours and things like that, but haven't investigated. Yes,
1: yeah. I always have wondered about the site of the Chinese massacre
2: in Hell's Canyon. You're familiar with that area? I've heard of it, but I don't know where it is.
1: Oh, it's it's quite a ways up Hell's Canyon. You can only get there by boat. Oh, okay. Um, But that would be a really neat place to go because I've been there before and just kind of sat and. Like you said, with the feeling, it does have a a tremendous See, weight.
0: You're not a non-believer.
1: <laughs> well, when you're okay. sitting there, I mean, it
0: does, it does feel, it does feel different. Yeah, it does no, feel I, different. I I think I think that is, and maybe I missed that earlier about how do we feel they communicate with us? I think eighty five percent of it is energy. Mm-hmm. The, you know this this place feels happy. This place feels not so good. I think I'm gonna leave. This place feels like somebody was super, super sad. Right. Um and I think a lot of it's energy and if and maybe that's just to get your attention mm-hmm. and then you can investigate further. But I think if when you're feeling things like that, you should really stop and pay attention to it. Well, maybe they're trying to tell you something.
1: It was weird because it did feel heavy but it also felt extremely peaceful and calm. Huh. And, like, just sitting there trying to put yourself in the shoes of what they were going through at the time when they were killed. Because uh. what happened was they were they were killed from the the banks of the uh, the breaks of the, the river up on top of these hillsides. They were down um, near the stream kind of doing their daily tasks. And, A, the water's moving really fast, so it's creating a lot of noise. And mm-hmm. then, like I said, it's in a canyon, so the sound reverberates. And then... It's also just naturally windy there, so yeah. you would have never been able to hear guys surrounding you oh. and then firing off rifles into your your
0: friends. I've, I've, oh. Shame on me, but I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. We'll have to I've look heard into of
1: that, that one. But, yeah, I'll have yeah. to check it out. It's it's interesting and sad, but um, it was it was weird. It was like I said, it was it was really like you could tell there was something there. It, it didn't. It felt heavy, but also sort of peaceful at the same time. Wow. It was a
3: bizarre
0: thing. Hmm. How about you? Have you had any experiences? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. Um,
3: I mean besides not like lights turning on and off or things moving, um, just the feeling stuff sometimes when mm-hmm. you go. I've been uh I've been an usher at the Civic Theater before, so I've walked around alone. Um, and it's definitely I mean, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. you know and I've done uh, I play music and so I, I played guitar for, for something there and walking around there was definitely eerie but you know, you know I, I don't know if that was more just the fact that it's a big empty building with a lot yeah. of history um, but beyond that no my wife has she was in a castle in Edinburgh they went for like a, a field oh, trip wow. when she was in and uh, she was laying in bed and it was really early in the morning, and no one else had gotten up yet. And all of a sudden, all the blankets just shot off her bed. So,
2: wow.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that one did it. Now that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I've never had anything like that or seen huh. anything. Or
0: yeah.
2: My first one was uh, we lived in Elk City for a while, and we had the grocery store, and we lived above the store. And I used to get up and do my elliptical machine in the office at like 530, Anyway, it was still dark. And anyway, I was in the office just getting on the elliptical, and I could hear and see the doorknob to the office from downstairs from the store. Somebody was trying to break in, so I went and got my dog, first of all, and sat there, and it happened again. So then I went and got my husband, and he went there, and he saw the same thing <laughs> and, and heard it, and so he got his gun, went outside the house, into the store, the front ways with the key, there was nobody in there. <laughs>
0: nope. hmm. That was that. That place was interesting too. One of the yeah. one of the best and one of the first, I think, EVPs we got. Yep. Was we were up there and we went down into the the very. But I wouldn't even call it a basement. Really, it's the well, it's kind of. But there's yeah. caves and stuff underneath it. It's really cool. And we were back in there um, and talking to each other and uh, just taking pictures and. Then I I had a recorder on, so we went back to the house, and I was sitting outside with my headphones on listening to the recorder, and um, I won't say it on here, so you don't have to bleep me, but uh, you hear a guy, clear as day, yell, you. And uh, I was on the porch, and I was like, what? And so I'm rewinding it really fast, and it's like, Grace, what was that? And we went back we went back over there and tried to recreate that. It's like how close would somebody have to be for it to be that loud? And you know I think it was like midnight, two o'clock in the morning, we were all yeah. just up late and um and out there screaming F you loud as yeah. you can yeah. yeah, but it was clear as day on that recorder. We none of us heard it at the time and we went back and tried to and then we probably really looked crazy because we'd have our husbands like no stand farther and then don't yell that <laughs> but yell something so I can hear it and it was just, it was nuts. And we were talking to some of our friends when we first got started, and I'm like, well, listen to this one. I and mean, what do you think of that? He's like, yeah, somebody in Oak City yelling that. Like, that wouldn't happen. It was like, it was two o'clock in the morning and there was nobody there. <laughs> so it's,
2: yeah, I don't, I don't know. But it, that's it's, typically how we find stuff. We don't hear it at the time, we hear it later on the recorders. Because there's been times that we've had, we've asked the same question over and over and over again, and later on in the recorder. It, one time, it clearly said, "I, I already told you." <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah. That, okay, it's, it's crazy.
1: Do you ever worry about spirits attaching themselves that way retroactively? Like, you didn't hear it for, at first, but then you hear it later, and then it's sort of like you're connected with them again oh,
2: from afar. I don't. I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think so because they don't feel it when you hear. I mean, it.
3: Mm-hmm. It's but
0: that's
2: just interesting, that. abstract more. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you think
3: there's anything about this valley that makes it susceptible to to ghosts is it do you I mean from your research is it a particularly active place
2: I would tend to say no in retrospect. I think every place has just sets of trauma here and there, and that's that's I don't know or
0: activity yeah i'm not I'm not sure about that i um I think there's a lot of places that are more haunted than Lewiston. Lewiston has got its own unique, especially downtown, I think that was a, it was a big, you know, there was a lot of controversy, there was a lot of sneaking around, there was murder, there was, you know, a lot of the Chinese that were here um, were not treated well and died horrible deaths a lot of the prostitutes, and and it was all kind of confined to Main Street, Lewiston. Um, You know, maybe that has something to do with it, and it could be uh, if you wanted to get scientific and all that good stuff about it, the minerals that are here, a lot of times those are you know more energy. Um, we're right on a confluence. Water's a big deal, and there's there's lots lots of reasons. But I I would agree with Grace. I wouldn't say that this is more haunted than anywhere else. We're just lucky enough to have several more places to investigate before we're done. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of places with that have history, you know, of well,
2: you know. Like Gettysburg is huge for oh, hauntings, to to you Gettysburg. know. Oh. But but um, one of the places we investigated on, like it was off a gun club road, someplace around there. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But anyway, um, it had a history of a uh, mm-hmm. gunshots. Yeah, more than one of like a love triangle. Mm-hmm. Once in the 1900s, early 1900s, and one more a little more recently. Um, and we got to investigate that, and that was one of the most active houses ever yeah. oh my gosh it was crazy we were one time becky and i and my daughter and her friend were with us and we were um sitting upstairs in one of the more active rooms and um i always like to do okay. can you can you yeah. <laughs> you know finish oh, this that, knock that, yeah. That, that. <laughs> yeah so we were all sitting on the floor yep. and i did that thing and the two knocks in response were so loud, and you could actually you feel, feel them us. on the ground, sitting there. Yeah. Oh, was Becky and I were trying to hold our cool because we're the adults, and <laughs>
0: didn't want to freak your kids oh out. Gosh. But it was like that was. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, finish telling your story.
2: Uh, that that was pretty much it. We went downstairs, and a flashlight that was set up on a tripod had been knocked off. I just assume that's what the two knocks were, but I don't know yeah. how it got knocked
0: off. In that same room where that that flashlight. Um, Bell, we were all sitting on the floor um, and we had the flashlight set up not, uh, not sideways on a sill where it would roll off we had it pointed towards us and um, it, we were getting kind of somebody was kind of angry in there we felt like there, we were talking with somebody that didn't really want us to be there and I'm pretty sure we have that one on video too um, it came straight out across the sill and landed on the floor. And it was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. And, but I think we've been leading up to, if you, if you don't want us here, if you're not going to talk to us, then just do something. Knock on a wall, light up the meter, do something. And here comes the flashlight. It's like, yep, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and But that goes back to our trying to respect, be respectful. Yeah, know, if we feel like
2: they want us to go, we, we go. Yeah.
0: So. Mm.
1: Well, <laughs> so... Just a couple more questions I had. If
0: if people want to get into this, do you guys welcome newcomers? Oh, that's a tough question. We have tried to take people with us on a couple of different occasions, and it doesn't always work out very well. There's too much chattering, too much whispering. Somebody gets too excited, and it kind of ruins the whole investigation. I mean, like we were talking about how many hours of reviewing If they can't follow the rules, it just ruins the whole thing. It's like, I think we got something. It's like, no, it was so-and-so whispering about this is really cool. And it's like, it's not going to work. We've also had some people that have gone with us that were nothing but antagonistic. And it's like, that's not what we're here for. We're not here to, you know, poke the bear. It's, that's, you got to be respectful. Um, We've had so many people that we've met that are really, truly interested in it. And I encourage, I think we both do encourage anybody who's interested in it to, you know, Get a flashlight, get a recorder, get a little camera and start doing your own stuff. Um, We've been lucky enough to have gone with bigger groups, um, not bigger groups, but other uh, paranormal investigators that have been doing it longer than us. And so I feel fortunate that we didn't get kicked out for whispering. (laughs) But we learned so much from them and get to go so many other places.
2: And I think we're more open if
0: like... If you can get us into some place, you can go with us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a lot of times the people that will get us into some place, it's because they want to know, too. It's like, right? Well, I, you know, I live here, or my mom lives here, or I used to live here, and I keep I can't quit thinking about this house. And um, so I, I wouldn't be opposed to taking new people, um, but I don't like to take them on the first time we're in someplace new. It's like, let us get established a little bit, see if there's something there, and then Um, if you follow the rules then we can probably, it sounds, it sounds strict, but it really is a waste of time. If you can't, if you can't use your evidence because you're not sure Mm -hmm. we've been doing this together so long, we know, you know, that was you and it's usually me, (laughs) it's usually me saying something that under my breath and it's like, I think we got something. It's like, nope, that's you. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, um, I, it's such a, it's such a simple thing to, to do, you know, to go in with the right intentions, a little bit of equipment and an open mind um, and not provoke. It's, that's kind of what we
2: do. Yeah, I guess I'm just mostly in, I, I just want to get some concrete evidence. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I can tell people, we felt this, this is what we think. I want them to see something or hear yeah. something.
0: Yeah, which is why we love getting the good EVPs on the recorders and the flashlight. In um, the flashlight, you know, a lot of people don't buy into that. But when you watch some of the videos, of we've even had yes and no ones. You know, we're going we'll to establish this is the yes flashlight and this is the no flashlight. If you understand that, we turn the light on. Here comes the yes flashlight. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, and and having it go on, on command, you know, can you turn it on on three? Can you turn it off on three? Um, those are intelligent to me, and I think it's more than coincidence. Um, but it's taken a long time to get uh, to where we're maybe they're comfortable with us. That's, that's why I felt at Neva's we were there so yeah. much that we kind of felt like a regular. And when they sold it, uh, Grace and I joked about it. It's like, I didn't feel like I didn't get to say goodbye. You know, we just <laughs> kind of abandoned them. And, and um, I don't know, it's funny. Hmm.
1: Well, I, I guess I just have one more question. Do you have anything else, Brian? No, no, this was great. Again, thank you guys for coming yeah. in.
2: I think you answered all my questions.
1: Yeah. No, definitely not. Okay. I, I was just curious. What do you think the overall spiritual energy is over the valley?
3: Thanks for not saying my house, by the
0: way. <laughs> or Brian's house. <laughs> oh, what do you think, Grace? Hmm. I, I,
2: I don't know that the whole valley has but I mean, like in, in one, your but
1: In your sort of... Searching different areas, do you think that most of the time the energy is just there, not really trying to be mean per se or
2: or just like a curious energy or happy energy? I think it's mostly just there. That's my opinion. I think once in a while you think it's mean, but I think it's just there and they just want you to leave them alone, basically. They're just trying to
0: scare you. Mm -hmm. I, I would agree with that. I don't know that I've come across any place that really felt happy, (laughs) Um, but the theater—I think the the, ceiling, the ceiling, the ceiling—felt happy. It felt (laughs) like a party. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But as far as Lewiston and Clarkston, um, I think we've had more. And you might not feel that way, but I I think we've had more run-ins with things that were angry than um, or sad. Those those two seem to pop up a lot. Um, But again, that goes back to the. You know, some kind of trauma maybe that got you stuck there. So. Yeah, and I don't think it's evil, angry. I think mm. it's just a, man, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, they're back again. And when you think they're about it, if somebody came to out. your
2: house and said, what's your name, what's your name, what's your name? How many people are in here? You know, it's like interrogation almost when you think about it. Yeah. So we try to be aware of that when we're asking questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, And I, we get so set in our ways. um, a lot of times if you just sit and have a conversation between the two of you, maybe they want to join in on that. Maybe that part is, it's not just that you're coming in to bug them. It's like, hey, somebody else is here. I'm going to interact with them. And so you just have to feel it out and wait and hope you get to go back and try it again until you find something or or, or until we realize or feel that they just don't want to talk or maybe there's nothing there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh,
1: thank you so much for coming on the show. It was very interesting. I I know I learned a lot about uh, paranormal investigation. Um, It was super fun to hear about some of these places that I've always
3: kind of wondered about. Thanks for
0: coming on. Yeah, thank you. This was really fun. Yeah.
3: Again, if you want to uh, get a hold of of Becky and Grace, uh, go to uh, surrounding Lewiston area spirit hunters on Facebook, and they've got a lot of great videos and EVP recordings and all that, so check it out.
2: Thanks again. Yeah, thank you. thank you.
3: This episode of the show is brought to you by our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much to all of you for supporting the show. If you would like to become a Patreon subscriber, head over to patreon.com slash Spiral Podcast. That's going to do it for this week, but the shows are not over. Get caught up on the backlog of episodes if you haven't already, and thanks for listening.